As an athletic trainer, you see a lot of overuse injuries, of course. People are trying to train, trying to improve themselves, playing sports all the time. So you are going to see overuse injuries. But what we want to do is try to prevent as many as possible. And a lot of times these overuse injuries, they are very, very preventable, especially in the youth population. And one of the things, especially in the past decade, is we're seeing a lot of these overuse injuries in younger and younger athletes as they're starting to sports specialize too early in their career. And that's what I want to talk about today is that it's a myth that you need to play year-round your sport in order to make it to the next level collegiately or professionally because there's a lot of research that shows that specializing in a sport too early is actually more detrimental not only physically and performance wise but also it increases your risk of injury and what we want to do is try to create more well-rounded athletes because the ones that play multi-sports in high school growing up They're the ones that become more athletic, more well-rounded, better movers. And usually they are the ones that will go on to play in the collegiate level or professional level. And a big factor is because they did not specialize in a sport too early in their career. Welcome to the HNL Movement Podcast, where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities, sports, and life. Join me in my professional journey as I share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals, colleagues, clients, and you with one goal in mind, how to optimize human performance. This is the right place to learn how a multidimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back everyone, another exciting episode that I want to talk about and it's about youth sports specialization. Before we get started, if you haven't already, it would really mean a lot to me if you enjoy the content to go on Apple Podcasts and rate the podcast. Give me five stars if you enjoy what you're hearing. Also leave a quick short comment, some feedback to rate the podcast and also subscribe. Subscribe so you get all of the most up-to-date episodes right there on your phone and that would help the podcast grow and reach more and more people. So moving on with today's topic, sports specialization. And this is when you start to focus in on just one sport. Really, it has so many definitions, but the basic definition is when you pretty much play one sport year-round. It's year-round intensive training in a single sport at the exclusion of other sports. So you've just narrowed down that this is the sport that I'm going to focus on. I'm going to train as frequently and as seriously as possible to try to get better at this sport. The idea what most people think is that it will start to give athletes, especially youth athletes, a head start. It will help them to get better at their skills. It will help them to compete, hopefully, at higher elite levels. And of course, you have all of the other thoughts and theories from the child and the parents that if they can get better at their sport, then maybe they might have a better chance of earning scholarships or playing at the next level or even playing professionally. And what I want to say is that is a myth. And there's research out there to back this up, especially over the past maybe five years or so. A lot more studies have been suggesting that this is in fact not true. Sports specialization at a too young age actually decreases, is detrimental to performance, and it opens up a whole realm of injury risks. So unfortunately, my personal experience, I have seen this quite a bit. 
is that you start to see younger and younger age children start to have a lot of overuse injuries. And many times this can be prevented. When we talk about people even before their teens, before adolescence, the first thing is that you can't train them like adults. Their body, their physiological structure, their anatomy of their body is growing. So there's going to be a lot of changes. You can't train them like adults. And I think that's a contributing factor because oftentimes we start to think that they're more mature, physically mature than they are. And we start to put a lot of stress on their body physically. That can, of course, elevate the injury risk for many, many different types of injuries. But even as you start to get more into your teens, adolescence, the risk factors are increased for overuse injuries if you play more than eight months of your sport intense training in a year. So you need that time off. You need an off season. You need time for your body to actually recover, reset from all of the demands of sports and just take some time away, not only physically, but also mentally and emotionally too. Also, another interesting statistic or recommendation, I should say, is that some studies have suggested that those that play their sport more hours in a week than how old they are, their age, they're also at increased risks for overuse injuries. So for example, if you are a 10-year-old, then if you're playing more than 10 hours a week training and playing your sport, that does elevate your risk of injury or overuse injuries because it's just too much for your body. So it's something that us as athletic trainers, coaches, parents, we should take into consideration. So overuse injuries, these are any types of injuries, but typically in the younger population, when your physical structure is not as mature, we're talking about the epiphysiolysis injuries. And in layman's terms, it's your growth plate injuries. A lot of times what we see is we see the injuries that an adult would get that would present as tendonitis. For the younger age population, especially when they're not mature, they're still growing. A lot of times the tendon is stronger than the actual connection into the bone. And what happens is you start to pull on the growth plate and you start to pull the bone away from bone. And that's where you get the injury, the inflammation and a lot of the pain. And this is not ideal by any means. I mean, any type of injury or tendonitis is not ideal, but especially when you're younger, pulling on your bone like that when it is growing you're pulling on the growth plate disrupting some of that natural metabolism that is not ideal by any means so we want to prevent this from happening and when this happens typically what you're seeing is it becomes a negative experience for the athletes as well because they're kids they like to play they like to be active and really you're taking them out from a sport that they really enjoy doing and now it becomes more of a mental and social and emotional type of detrimental effects on their lifestyle so overall we really want to try to avoid or prevent this situation we want to be proactive not reactive to after this happens now we're going to deal with it because a lot of times it's just understanding basic training volume understanding that if you do give them an off season or if you do get them involved in multiple sports they stay physically active they can stay in shape and also they lower their risk for all of these overuse injuries or epiphysiolysis injuries growth plate injuries so going on to some studies a lot of studies have looked at how athletes have trained or played different sports when they were growing up. And we've got some data now that has showed 
that most high-level athletes have not specialized at a really young age. So that's what I'm going to explain right now. A lot of studies have agreed that most D1 athletes did not pursue early specialization. And I will get into what early specialization is in a minute. And a lot of the evidence have suggested that early specialization will actually decrease the chances of you playing at elite levels, at the college or professional levels. So one study published actually this past year, 2020, the title of the article was Youth Single Sport Specialization in Professional Baseball Players. And this was published in the Orthopedic Journal of Sports Medicine. So basically what happened was they surveyed 1,673 male pro baseball players. And the whole purpose of this study was to describe the age and prevalence of single sport specialization growing up. They analyzed reasons and injuries associated with some of the sports participations growing up too. So what the study found that was important was 44.5% specialized in a single sport during childhood and adolescence. And I will explain what the age range was. So the mean age of those who specialized was around 14 years old. So that means that before 14, majority of them did not play only baseball. This was professional baseball athletes. So that means up until 14 years old, they were multi-sport athletes. Now think about that. That's a freshman in high school. What I have been seeing as of recent too is sometimes we're specializing kids 9, 10 years old and they're not playing any other sports because for a variety of reasons, but they start to just play baseball or soccer or football year round when you're eight or nine years old. Now that is when a lot of the problems will arise because they're growing, they're developing from a movement standpoint, they're also developing too. So you're preventing them from getting well-rounded movement patterns that are developing. So the key point here is that the average or mean age of those who specialized was around 14 years old. Now, what was interesting was that they surveyed out of these 1,673 male pro baseball players, they surveyed both people from the U.S., born and raised, and also foreign players outside of the U.S. So what was interesting is outside of the U.S., so all of the foreign players, the mean age of specialization was around 12 years old, so it was a little younger. And in the U.S., it was closer to 15 years old when they specialized in playing baseball year round. So there could be a lot of other factors. And the article kind of stated some of these, maybe like financial upbringing, financial situation, right? For some of the foreign players, maybe it's also the culture, all of these other components. But basically you're seeing that in the U.S., it's actually older that we start to specialize. Now, the more interesting component to this article is that in the U.S., early specialization had reported more incidents of injuries versus foreign players outside of the U.S. So in the U.S., if you did specialize before that 14 or 15-year-old age range, you were actually 27.7% higher likelihood of getting overuse injuries or getting injured in general. Now, outside of the U.S., it was about 20, 21% that if you specialize before that age range, that you would actually sustain or increase your risk for overuse injuries and injuries. So that's something interesting to know because that's pretty substantial. Anything about that 25% more risk of injuries, that's things that we can avoid. 
it's very, very, very preventable. And that's what we want to try to do to help the next generation, help the kids stay safe so that they can actually play their sport and have long careers in it. You want them to enjoy and play the sport at their optimal level on their terms, right? Some other things that the article commented on was that the most common reason cited for specializing in baseball among these MLB players was the love of the sport. And that's encouraging to hear. But they also did say other factors like pressure from parents is another influence. Um, Also pressure to get scholarships or to play at the next level. But the main thing is you want the child or that kid growing up, you want them to want to play that sport or specialize because they have a passion for the game. You don't want them to feel all of this negative pressure or make it turn into a negative experience because that's how we have mental fatigue, emotional fatigue, burnout. You know, people end up quitting and not wanting to play the sport because of all of these bad experiences that they've had growing up. So the take-home message from this article It basically concludes that early single sport specialization is not necessary to play professional baseball. So that shows you that actually being well-rounded, that helps you to play at higher and higher levels versus specializing when you're really young. And we're talking about that age roughly younger than that 14-year-old mark. If you're starting to specialize before then, then that might not be the best idea as you're developing through that childhood and adolescent years. Now, let's look at another article. So this article, the title was High School Sport Specialization Patterns of Current Division I Athletes. And this was published in 2017 in Sports Health. So again, it was very similar the way that the study was set up. This one, only 343 filled out a questionnaire on sports specialization in high school. This one, only 343 Division I athletes filled out a questionnaire about sports specialization in their high school years. The key statistics from here is that out of the 343 participants that filled out the survey, 16.9% specialized in their sport as a freshman and 41.1% specialized in their sport in their senior year. So that shows, of course, there's going to be more specialization as you get older and older. And we know that with college, there's a lot less multi-sport athletes in college. Typically, they're specialized in one sport, right? But you can see that it was very rare or relatively rare to specialize in a sport as a freshman. And keep in mind, this is Division I college athletes. So to show you that only about 17% specialized in that sport when they were a freshman, that shows you again that it's not necessary to specialize too early. Some other interesting facts from this article is that football athletes were less likely to specialize than non-football athletes. So football were your multi-sport athletes. You know, they're playing things year-round, different sports, right? Not football year-round. The other key statistic here was that there was no difference in specialization between males and females. So this showed that there's no difference between genders, which is interesting to see too, because again, motor development, you know, decreasing injury risk, just getting better and more athletic as an athlete, that will help you to move on to play at higher and higher levels. So this article reinforced what that first article kind of mentioned. And this one showed that high specialization or specialization increases throughout high school. So as you get older, that's when you tend to specialize more. 
And this is among Division I college athletes again. Early specialization among this Division I population is not required to play sports at that level. So not too many people specialize again early before high school. It was relatively rare to specialize before high school. So overall, the trends that this shows is that elite level athletes specialize later in their career. And when they're younger and growing up, they participate in more sports as they're a child and even going through high school, they participate in various different sports when you compare them to non-elite athletes. So people that don't play at the division one level or the professional level. Now, one of the concepts that I do want to talk about here is that there's this concept of physical literacy. This is a concept that is not too well known or heard of in the US, but in places like Europe and the UK, it's actually a common term and it's it's things that are in their colleges. It's things that you hear about growing up. And what physical literacy is, is becoming well-rounded, becoming more athletic, better movers. Really, it's understanding and taking care of your body better physically. And it really correlates with lower injury risks. Now, how do you become more physically literate? It's basically by trying all different fundamental movements and practicing that so that you know how to move through life. It's learning basic mechanics. It's learning how to run properly. It's learning how to balance. It's learning how to throw a ball. It's learning how to swim. It's all of these basic things that actually help us in other areas of movement if we become really well-rounded. And this is something that we need to develop as we grow up, especially during those developmental stages of our life. With this concept of physical literacy, participation in a variety of sports and activities will help us to become more well-rounded, but also help us develop better neuromuscular control, better conditioning, better health, fitness, performance. So playing these multiple sports, it actually creates better athletes. And there's studies to prove this as well. But for me personally, what I see on a day-to-day -day basis, what you've heard with some of my guests who are high-level athletes, you hear their stories. A lot of times they are very active and they play a wide range of sports growing up so that they're not increasing some of the overuse injury risks. And I think this helps to make them well-rounded athletes and better athletes. And again, this has so many benefits beyond physical benefits, right? We're talking a lot about physical literacy and neuromuscular development. But beyond that, it also helps them to develop as well-rounded people. You know, mentally, emotionally, it prevents burnout, right? Especially when you're a kid, you don't want to be doing the same thing over and over. You want to get different experiences. You want to be in different activities and sports. And this just helps you to develop into a well-rounded person. And you learn a lot of life lessons like this too. So there's so many different benefits to not specializing too early in a single sport, especially before high school. I think that's the take home message is that you want to do all of the things that will lower injury risks, will make you a better athlete and will help you to perform optimally, whether you play at the next level or not, just in life in general. You want to have a good outlook on physical fitness, on health, on performance, and just take some of the things that you've learned growing up to help you in whatever your profession ends up to be. 
And that's what I'm big on too, is just helping people to optimize their performance and improve the overall quality of their life. So the big take home message for today is be proactive, look out for the younger generations, and let's all do our part in keeping them safe, minimizing these overuse injury risks, making them enjoy and love the sports that they're doing, and also just help them to develop physically, mentally, emotionally into well-rounded people. And that's why I'm a big proponent and advocate for not sports specializing too early in their career. Thank you again for listening. I really enjoy putting out these episodes. If there's ever anything that anybody wants to hear, has questions, have feedback about, you can always contact me through social media at HNL Movement. Also, you can contact me by email, andrew at hnlmovement.com. Or on my website, there's a contact page, contact me page at hnlmovement.com. You can click the contact me. And please, I would love to hear any feedback from anybody um, always looking to create more content that's useful for all of the listeners out there. Again, I will be back here same time, same place next week for another great episode. Stay tuned for more. Have a great week. Take care and keep training and elevating your performance. Aloha. Aloha.